When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. It's the Browns Rockin' Show, a Fanatical L Network production. And good evening on this rockin' Saturday night. We are the Browns Rockin' Show, part of the Fanatical L's Network. And we are glad to have you on board. We are less than 48 hours away from hopefully watching our Brownies destroy those Pittsburgh Steelers on Monday night football. Yes, indeed. Are you getting excited? Can you not wait? Oh, my gosh. It's so there's just a lot of uh, anticipation going into this game. The Browns have an opportunity to go two and zero with a win over those Pittsburgh Steelers. They're hated, biggest rivalry. You know, you think about rivalries, and I've been thinking about this all day. And a lot of folks talk about you know who the Browns, you know, are the Steelers, the the rivalry. You know, there are the Baltimore Ravens, the team that stole our team originally. But before those Ravens ripped the team away from Cleveland, the big rivalry were the Steelers. Now, Steeler fans have to be reminded a time or two that their team sucked <laughs> big time until those other guys like Terry Bradshaw, Frank O'Harris, Mean Joe Green showed up and played for the Steelers because quite honestly, the franchise was just a farce. It was a joke until those guys showed up in the, uh, what, 70s? Cleveland really dumb. I mean, the Browns were such a much better organization, better team all the way around all those years leading up to that that point. And it was at that point then that the Steelers created this huge rivalry because we're you know we're three hours less than three hours away from uh, from the from the two towns, and there have been some great great games over the years. 
most recently the Browns in the playoff game took those Steelers out uh, in the 2020 playoff series. Baker Mayfield then was quarterbacking. Nick Chubb had a great game. Uh, you know, lots of players had a great game because the Browns went out to a 28 to nothing lead. Their defense got some turnovers. Big Ben cried like a baby and sulked like a baby along the uh, sideline. Oh, too bad, Big Ben. Anyway, um, that was a great moment in Cleveland history. Now, there haven't been too many great memories <laughs> in the recent years. Now, the Browns did, week three a year ago, beat these Steelers when they came to Cleveland, 29-17. I was, you know, a lot of people don't talk about that game because it happened the week after the Browns were humiliated by the New York Jets after having a 13-point lead and blowing it with under two minutes to play. So a lot of people forget that actually the Steelers came to town. Uh, it was a Thursday night game, actually. And uh, the Browns held on, and they, they won. Denzel Ward got credited for a touchdown at the end in the end zone with a loose ball and uh, extended the lead. At that point, it was, what, 22 or 23 to um, 17. And, uh, yeah, Mitch Trubisky was still quarterbacking the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now we got small hands quarterbacking for the squealers. Um, yeah, that's what we're calling them now. Small hands. So I'm, I'm giving that, giving credit to, uh, Elliot there on the nickname. He put that on the board the other day on our fanatical elves show. So we're talking rocking Brown's rocking, right? So the focus on this show is really to point out those brownies that are rocking. And hopefully these guys are going to be rocking it Monday night when they destroy those Steelers up there uh, in enemy territory. So who are those guys that are really rocking it? Well, let's just start with kind of the heart and soul of the Browns. A one Nick Chubb. Yes, Nick Chubb. 18 carries, 106 yards last week. Continued his dominance over the Cincinnati Bengals. Wowzers. The guys just got off to a great start. Didn't do anything extraordinary, but man, he just, you know, when you're at the stadium, it was, it was this light drizzle the other day and I was there soaking wet, like all of you, you know, their fans are cheering in the stands. I don't know if you could hear it on TV, but people were going chub, 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 you know, it's, it's just awesome. The guy just leads by example. He doesn't have to say much. He just plays, plays tough. And people know around the league now that, Nick Chubb is the best running back in all event of the NFL. And he's gotten off to a great start. And we want him, we need him to continue to rock uh, Monday night and have a great, great game for the Brownies. Besides that, um, let's talk about the defense, right? I mean, really, what's rocking for the Browns? The entire defense. Uh, they were, I was asked that question about where is the weakness? on the defense right now. Well, after week one against the Bengals, it was hard to find a, a, an issue with that defense. And what's even more impressive is that you have a defensive coordinator like Jim Schwartz, a savvy veteran coach who just seems to understand and relate and be able to teach and coach his players. And in the press conferences since that point, he has spoken highly of, how important it is to just play for the next week play with it. Hopefully build that additional 
momentum and the effort and that you have to kind of that first game against Cincinnati was great, but they have to then move that energy and move that momentum to this game on Monday night. It won't mean diddly squat what happened against Cincinnati. He says, if they can't produce and give that effort and get the win in Pittsburgh, he also talked a little bit about how uh, the history of the Steelers. And he said some, something to the effect, well, Terry Bradshaw, uh, Franco Harris, Mean Joe Green aren't lining up against the Browns, that the Browns have to play the current uh, Steeler team, including small hands there at quarterback. I have a feel, you know, talking about all those defenders on the defensive side of the ball, a player like Miles Garrett, looking at his track record against the Steelers, he's had some good moments against the Steelers. Um, I think he's registered... I was looking back at this, I think, 12 sacks now against the Steelers and um, done some really good things, 50-some-plus, no, maybe 30-some-plus tackles he had in the last game against them when it was the game over in Pittsburgh. I think he had like five tackles and a sack. So Miles Garrett will be hugely important. And again, he has the help now of Zadarius Smith, Delvin Tomlinson, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ogba, and uh, – it's going to make his life so much easier. And my God, he's doing juke moves and as, acting like he's a basketball player, intimidating the hell out of those Cincinnati bungles. And I think he's going to continue to do that against this front of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's on Monday night football under the bright lights. Why not? Why not be cocky? Why not be out there and, and know that you have a great group of talent and athleticism that is superior, really, to what the Brown, what the other team, the Steelers, are. On paper, the Browns have a more talented team, and that should bode well for them if they can maintain their focus, maintain their concentration. Uh, there's no doubt that this team could and will uh, win the game Monday night. Now, uh, another guy who's got to be rocking it for the Brownies, and he – he did rock it. Uh, he didn't necessarily rock it completely uh, last Sunday under the raindrops, but that's a one Deshaun Watson. Watson had a, a good game. I think a lot of people are, are the critics of Deshaun Watson who had, don't like him to begin with. I've been critical and saying he threw too many balls into the ground and didn't look like a guy that should be paid $230 million. And I just think that that's just bull. You know, the guy is died, did a lot, you know, considering uh, there was another quarterback there for the Cincinnati Bengals named Joe Burrow, uh, who's Super Bowl quarterback, uh, who threw for what, 60 yards, 70 yards, and looked even far worse than Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson uh, looked decent. He, he looked confident, maybe a little shaky here and there at the very beginning, but my God. Look at the touchdown that he scored, the burst that he had to the, to the corner of the uh, end zone at the end of the first half in that game. What a hell of a play. What a hell of a play. Confident guy. He's playing his guitar there at the end. I mean, come on, man. The kid's doing great, uh, And but he's got to be – he's got to rock it. He's got to rock in it um, on Monday night for the Browns. The Browns are going to uh, win this game. They're going to need Watson. The beautiful thing with the Browns and – Watson and Nick Chubb and their run game was that between Chubb and Jerome Ford, 
and Watson, they ran the ball, I think, 38, 39 times. Chubb had it 18 times. Ford had it like 15 times. And Watson had it five times, I think, for 45 yards. Just tremendous. And that's something that this team is going to be good at, really good at. And it's only going to get better as the season progresses because you don't know. Opponents don't know who, I mean, that's the options that the Browns have that other teams don't. You can have Watson run it. You can have, you know, a, a flare screen, the Chubb to go, you know, he caught four passes the other, other day too. Chubb did for what, 40 yards or something, or maybe not quite that much, maybe 25 or 30, but still it's the idea that you have these options. Now, one guy that might not be in the lineup that's concerning to Browns fans and myself is a one Amari Cooper, the wide receiver. He uh, pulled up with a, uh, has had a groin injury and apparently he, he aggravated it today at practice. So that does not bode well. I don't see that being a good sign. And I probably would say that the Browns will, um, they'll, they'll keep him sidelined, won't play him Monday night. And, uh, so that will hurt the Browns. That will hurt the Browns' offense. Um, yes, people will say, "Oh, well, we have Elijah Moore. Well, we have David Njoku. Oh, we have, yeah, we, yeah." But Amari Cooper, kind of like that Nick Chubb guy, you know, that we all think is so special. Amari Cooper is very special. Yes, he might not blow you out of the water for a hundred plus yards every game, but it's his mentality and it's what he does to to take the defense with him, the opponents with him. As a, as a distraction so that people like Donovan Peoples-Jones and Elijah Moore and David Njoku have uh, more freedom to get uh, plays, th- uh, balls thrown their way. So not having Amari Cooper in that lineup will definitely hurt the Browns. They're going to have to overcome that, and that is a concern going into Monday night. But besides that, my gosh, this team has so much talent right now. And so much energy after that huge win over Cincinnati. Folks that have been like downplaying what happened and blaming the Cincinnati uh, game and the, and the way they lost, and even Cleveland analysts who are, again, just I don't know what they're looking at. They're just the 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 criticisms of Deshaun Watson and this team after winning a huge a huge game a week one game, something that is so rare. It's just not, it's unbelievable what they did to the Bengals 24 to three. It wasn't close. And uh, both teams had to play in the rain and Cleveland, Cleveland was ready. So now we are ready for Monday night football. Yes, indeed. We can't wait. We will be bringing you more uh, content uh, tomorrow, uh, Sunday. We'll have our Any Given Sunday show coming up in the morning. So tune in for that on the Fanatical Elves Network. We so much appreciate all of you listening, tuning in to our our great uh, group of uh, podcasters from Joel Kay to Elliot to Steve Gill to Rod Bloom. We, these guys are just knocking it out of the park. We They're scoring touchdowns, and we love the fact that you're listening to these guys every week. Uh, we, we, we can't do this without you. Our product is growing. You're tuning in. Share this podcast. Share these this site on Apple and Spotify with your friends and families. Tell them we are diehard Browns fans like you, and we, we are as passionate about this team as you are. We need you to tune in. 
every day and listen to our shows. Thank you so much for coming on board. Have a great Saturday night. I'm going to go watch a little bit of the uh, prime time, right? The Colorado, Colorado State game. Oh, boy. That should be a dandy. All right, folks. Take care and go Browns. It's the Browns Rocking Show, a fanatical L Network production.